0: Said, Walrus, can you write my theme song to my new podcast? Said, what's your podcast called? Do Max on the podcast!
1: How you doing uh man we'd like to thank i'd like to thank awal one for that cool theme music and uh wow it's been a hot second man we'd like to thank you uh, and um, for joining us on episode 20 of the two hologram podcast um that water is interesting huh it's interesting i just gave the homies some water infused with tangerine vibe some nestle i don't know i like it I kind of like it, and I, there's, a, there's a fakeness to it, but there's an there's a obvious fakeness to it. Or It's not real fruit and shit, but anyhow, um, I'd like to join you. Uh, thank you for joining us, episode 20, man. It's been a minute, actually. It's been two months, right, since we've actually done a, done an episode. I've been running around town. Actually, um, left town uh, for three weeks with uh, AC alone and, and my homie King, and we did a little tour and stuff. It's called the LA's Finest Tour. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it was, I, I was kind of rusty getting back out there, like, uh, you know, doing the playing every night out of town vibe. It was cool. But uh, it was super interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm going to break it down real quick. It was – I'll actually break it down city by city real quick. But um, it was pretty interesting, man. Um, we started things off in Sacramento, California. I want to give a shout-out to Sacramento. Sacramento was super dope, super loving. Shout out to is your home is that your homegirl J, J Ross Pirelli? You know you know what I'm talking about? She was super cool with her birthday. And uh it was first night. So we were just out there, it was cool. Man, AC Alone did like a greatest hit set, which was really, really dope. If you're an AC Alone fan, he, he came out, he did a retrospective. He literally did two songs from every album he's ever done. Everything. It was like two songs from To Whom and May Concern. Inner City Griots, All Balls on Bounds, Book of Knowledge, all all of that. So it was really, really dope. Had a good time. Sacramento was cool after the show. We kicked it outside with, with a lot of the local MCs. And at the time the big the big topic was uh, that one MC from Sacramento, you know you know what I'm talking about who who uh, he got caught plagiarizing other people's rhymes and shit. Yeah, there was this MC from SAC who who apparently was like selling rhymes um, to people. That were other people's rhymes, and he was kind of like blowing up in SAC. He was starting to blow up, and and it was kind of a crazy thing. So a lot of SAC MCs. One one real dope MC from SAC, who was like, "Man, I did songs with that dude." You know, it's, it's embarrassing. It makes my, our city look bad. You know, he was like, you know, so that was like the big topic out there. But Sacramento was awesome. It showed us mad love, and it was really, really, really dope. It's really dope. After that, we went to San Francisco. And played at the Elbow Room, which was a place that's about to shut down, and uh, like a famous San Francisco spot, especially for underground heads. And uh, yeah, we got to play. So that, that was my last time. I played the Elbow Room a couple times before, so it was my last show there. That was dope. A-Plus from Hyrule came out and chopped it up. It was funny. Me, me and A-Plus were in the back. Uh, Chief and Big with the homie Equipto. And uh, talking about we're talking about liking different kinds of music and... We actually had a conversation. It was pretty soon. we were having a conversation about about uh down tempo music and you know sneaker pimps and Portishead Head and all that kind of stuff. You know how he was, we were talking about how we're, we like that kind of stuff. And so you know, A-plus didn't even know that I do like two Portishead songs on my set. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this one for the homie. So that was kind of cool. We had a good time in Fresco. Frisco was 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 really really dope. That was a dope opening act. The, the people's tree. They're called, you should punch them up. You know what I'm saying? The people's tree. They were dope. They had this real positive energy. They were like seven deep. That this girl singing. They were really, they had this kind of like arrested development, diggable planets, kind of like even like visionaries. They just had this like rawness where they were in the back, like getting ready for the show. They were all so excited and shit. They were all like, you know, being positive, like let's just do this man, it's gonna be a beautiful thing. Like it was dope, man. As an older MC twenty five years in the game, it was it was really cool to to uh to see that kind of stuff and uh, the hunger and like the love and this they were just blessed to get to rock and they killed it and it was dope. So that was like one of the highlights from from Frisco. After that, we went to Berkeley, California. And um Berkeley was cool. The show the show was cool. That was like the it was in a, a famous punk rock spot and it was like an early show, like six to ten and it was kind of like, it was, you know, it was like the small, I think it was probably like one of the smallest shows, probably like 30 people at the most. It was, the one thing I found that was really dope in Berkeley was uh, the food was dope. The food was out of control in Berkeley, man. It was, I was waking up and eating, you know, like avocado, avocado spread on, on bomb ass homemade bread, you know, with eggs. It was like, you know they do it right. They get, they got that sense. They got that like hipster good food vibe. Re- real nice, like you're eating good and shit. I might have paid eleven dollars for avocado on a toast, but it was awesome. And I had some old, some friends were there. My homie Foundation, shout out to him. He DJs from Merce. He was up there with his new kid and his new family. That was dope. That show though was kind of weird. We had to, we had some issues. Like it was like besides it being a small show, that was I was cool with that. But um, I had a fight with the, the female Dyke sound, sound lady at the show because she was kind of, like, not really paying attention to the show. Like, she like, you know, you to start performing and she'd just leave her post for, like, your whole set. And, you know, we even though it's hip-hop, even though there was 50 people there or, or under, you know, hip-hop needs a little, you need attention. You know what I mean? You need, you know what I mean? I, I, I hate it. I don't mind the sound man leaving if the sound's cracking. But during ACL on set, um, you know, he has songs from like 25 years ago and songs from right now. So the, the levels are different. The technology is different. The mix is different. So, you know, AC would play a song and it'd be all right. And then the next, like a new song will come out and it be like super bumping. And she wasn't adjusting it cause she wasn't there. So I, I took it upon myself to jump up into the booth, adjust her shit. And then right when I was adjusting her shit and walking away, she comes up and she's like, you were in my booth. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're not here. And she ran to the production office, so I followed her. And she was like, you know, I gave her like five second head start, and then you know, I know, walk in the door five seconds later, and she's like yelling, "He's in my boot!" And I was like, I wanted to say bitch, but I didn't want to call her bitch. But I was just like, yo, you're supposed to be fucking doing your job and shit. And she was fucking tripping, and and then you know what? The funny part was that spot was so cool, but it was so cool for the rest of the night. She she just walked around to every single person and she'd like point at me. She would be like. <laughs> And she would just point at me because, like, I did her so dirty and shit. So it was pretty fucked up. So, and so, so in a fit of anger, I took a, I took like the cover to one of my CDs, and then I just wrote "Do Your Job." It was like it was just like a thing that said two Mix" on it, and I just I just wrote "Do Your Job," and then I went and I put it on the put it on the on the mixing board, and I just walked away, and I was just like "Do Your Job," and so that was my fuck up. That was kind of whack. Then uh, of me, you know, what I am saying this, you know. We didn't have the best. We had the good time on the tour, but we didn't have the best time. So then after that, uh, we went to Fresno. You must have been from Fresno, like my folks be telling me. That's casual battling Sofia, anyway. But um, we went to Fresno, and and in Fresno it was kind of fucked up, cause when the tour started the first day, when we were on our way to the bay, the promoter from Fresno was like, "Yo, you know." Let's say the guar—I well, don't know what the guarantee was. I think it was just like twelve hundred bucks. So the guy from Fresno, he he hits up our booking agent. And he's like, "Yo, I'm trying to get a lower guarantee because we've only sold forty tickets. It was like a ten-dollar ticket." He's like, "We only sold forty tickets to the show so far, and it's three days to the show, and the guarantee's twelve hundred, and I, nobody else is gonna pay for the show." And he was like, "No one, no one else is gonna walk up like, and I'm not trying to lose eight hundred bucks." And was, and the dude calls me and i'm like i was like look fool we have a guarantee you know 1200 bucks And he's like no man fuck that like you ain't you ain't taking food out of my pocket you know and i was like i was like you agree to do i didn't agree to and he was just like yo nobody's gonna show up and he, he actually told me yeah you, ha- you think you're more famous than you actually are and i was like damn he told me and he was like you and AC Long, you think you're more famous than you actually are and i was like i was like damn I was like, man, really? Like, we got to go there with this shit? And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call the venue because it's a Friday night. I was like, I'm going to call the venue and then we'll, we'll figure this out. And he's like, no, no, don't call the venue, man. Like, don't, please don't. Like, he's trying to get me fired. Like, and I was like, no, I'm just trying to make sure that we get into town and everything's, you know, on the basis of what it needs to be. And so the dude was like, no, man, this and that. He even had the homie Aesop from Living Legend, shout out to my boy, I love my boy, hit me up and we're trying to work it out. And basically... The owner, between the owner and all them, they were like, they're like, we'll give you 800. The guy just panicked. He was like, no one else is going to come. No one's going to see you. There's only going to be 45 people there. And he was like, I'm not trying to take a loss. And I was like, all right. So then they basically, we worked it out to where they were like, we're going to give you 800 plus everybody, 800 guarantee plus everybody that walks through the door, you get that too. And I was like, all right, whatever. And it was like, we're going to cancel the show. And homie was insulting us. Long story short, that show was the most cracking show. Like, you know what I mean? It must have gave us like two thousand dollars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they homie just panicked and it was like tripping and shit. And I understand as a promoter, I I know what it's like to throw shows where they're like ten pre sales. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh fuck, I'm about to pay G's or whatever. But so that was that. You know, that was it. And that was that was Fresno. Fresno was awesome. People came. Somebody was doing cocaine in the bathroom and they kicked him out. This dude was on Instagram. This dude was on Instagram that day. He was like, yo, I was looking at my Instagram because, you know, after all that shit, we went kind of hard promoting for three days trying to make Fresno crack, which it worked out. But I had a dude like, yo, I'm coming from a funeral, man. Yo, I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm bringing beer. I'm bringing Coke. I got Coke for you. And I was like, what? Coke for me? What? No. And, And, and that dude was in the bathroom getting kicked out for doing Coke. It was crazy, dude. It was cracking. Show was good. Successful. Everybody was happy you know dope so that was there so that was the first leg the four four cities then we came back home for for three more shows man regret regrettably and, and i regret it uh, you know we didn't really because i was so caught up on the whole tour of the whole we didn't really promote the la show too much man it was like at the and then they it was on a monday and it was at the echoplex and it was like you know the echoplex is huge and it was just like man maybe like 60 70 80 people maybe maybe like 80 people so that one was like but the sound was awesome the, the crowd was cool that that was there but it was just like our hometown show. It was on a monday and it was like just not super popping but but it was like it was super popping performance wise and and friends were there and everybody killed it and it was cool um the next night we actually came to you, you guys city where where platform collection homies are from we went came to sd and that was a really cool show that was super cool that was too many groups on the bill you know what I mean it was like one of those balls to the wall show where it was too many groups on the bill and 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 the homie and the homie that tram who I love shout out the tram I love tram, it's my boy it just got a little like you know how the classic thing of like you know groups should start at 9 30 but maybe there's not a lot of people there so you know you push the show back and so we got to one of those points it was like a, I remember it being like 1150. And Tram was like, oh, yeah, there's still, like, two or three more bands left. He was like, there was two more bands, and then King, then you, then AC alone. It was already, like, 11.50. And we're like, dude, it's not, how this going to work, you know? And so we, we worked it out where Ace uh, went on before me. A- AC was, uh, depending on the night and how, how AC felt, he would headline or... Or not headline, depending on how he felt. He we'd be at shows and it'd be like eleven o'clock and he'd just look at me and be like, Yo, there's there's nothing but Mexicans here. You, you can headline. You know, he would just say something funny like that. Or or like or be like there'd be like eighty people there and he'd be like, Man, it's cool. I I am gonna go on before you, you can headline and then another hundred people would show up and then he'd be like, All right, now I'm gonna headline again. Like, you know, I mean? AC would just be like AC was running his his uh headline status based on emotions. So was, so that night AC was like, yo, I'm going to go on, you know, before because I'm not going to get to know those songs. I was like, dude, you can go on as long as you want. So basically, AC went on late like at one and he did a whole set. I was outside in the car talking to a homeless woman that I met out there gave her a couple bucks. I was just posted up with this homeless woman and then I was in the car resting and then basically around one something I started getting texts like, yo, they're calling you, they're calling you. And I was like, nah, let's just let AC do his thing. So by the time I walked up in there, I got to do like two songs, maybe like two and a half songs and then the lights turned on and it was like, oh, it was, it, was, it was all good. So that was cool. But the people were cool. I think we went to the beach after and for like a hot second because uh, the homie King, somebody was trying to holler at King or King was trying to holler at some bra, but it just turned out to be like a mute point. We were just sitting at the beach with a bunch of people. It was like, Are you, I just looked at him like, you trying to make something happen? He was like, no. I was like, all right, we out. So then we left. It was awesome. After that, we went to Orange County to the observatory. I like the observatory. They're 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 pretty much, you know, the the promoter in the city, they're pretty much who's in competition with the observatory. Pretty much the observatory is, is the main spot. They're there, they've got hip hop unlocked, they've they've got everything unlocked, they got underground unlocked, overground unlocked, mahomi Droops out there is doing a really great job and they, they book everything. So they luckily they had us in the constellation room. That show was dope. Did a dope show. Saw part of the observatory I'd never even seen before. I was like, I played there like 17 times and I'd never seen like the dressing rooms and shit catered with food and all. I was like, I felt all special and shit. It was cool. I was in a dressing room with like a hundred beers with nobody to drink them. Like Ethos was there. He drank like five beers. I just sat there drinking soda and trying to eat sandwiches. It was awesome. It gave us hotel rooms down the street. It was, dude, the observatory is top notch. Had a good time there. People were cool. After that, we took off to Las Vegas. Las Vegas was also a dope show. Las Vegas was really, really, really dope. It was uh, at the beauty bar. We got to kick it with the Vegas folks. As soon as I walked in the building, Chris a Chris Farley imitator was there, impersonator. Chris Farley impersonator. And dude, I'm not even joking. A dude was holding a 2-max record for me to sign. And the Chris Farley guy, he he just walked up and he goes, two max you think you're gonna do this and he was like you're gonna end up in a van down by the river like he did the whole fucking chris farley it was awesome that he just walked up and he nailed it we took some pictures and actually during during my set inside the beauty bar during my last song which was um the weezer song the say it ain't so dude he got up and did it with me so the two max chris farley impersonator duet it was fucking awesome uh uh, it was awesome, dude. Uh, Vegas is cool. My lady's there. Uh, so, you know, I vamped out after that. And then uh, Vegas is cool. My, my homie Brian was cool. Then, after that, was the real hitting the road. I mean, like, after that, it was like, here we go. Like, we're leaving the state. And that's when everything was like, that's when the shenanigans began. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Next up after that was, oh my God, I believe. It was somewhere in Arizona, I think it was Scottsdale, Arizona. And, you know, that's when the driving begins. That's when the you getting tired begins. That's when the grumpiness begins. That's when the the show lottery for underground rap fans, that's when the show lottery begins. That's when you're gonna walk into a show and dude, it could be three hundred people, or it could be like a swamp rat and, and, like, a, and like a crocodile, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's just like a, it's just a crocodile and a squirrel there. You know what I mean? And so we so we get to Scottsdale, Arizona, and the show was cool. There was some cool people there. Had some of our homies from UM there. But the show that's what that place was like. It was a bar. People were faded. There was people there to see me, man. Like some good fans. I was super happy. Some Instagram fans. The show. But that's when things started like getting a little crazy and just you know we had some little tensions between us and everybody on the tour was just like grumpy and people were tired and shit. Like, I think, I think we went to, to go kick it in our room for a minute. Our room was next door and, and the hotel next door and we walk into our room which we thought it was going to be our room so we could like shower up and sleep and it's just like waters and beers and shit and it's like, oh yeah, this is your room slash hospitality room. So like, we're in there with like, you know, people. So it's kind of like our room where we're supposed to sleep in slash and it's like a Motel 6 type shit. And it's like our room slash the VIP room. So it's like, you know, we get there. We want to unwind, shower. But we're like, fuck it. We're just sitting there with the other homies. They're cool, but we're just sitting there, you know. Like, you want to wash your face, but there's like 15 Heineken's and in ice in the, in the sink and shit. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, okay. And you're like, I want to fall asleep for a minute. or But no, it's not going to happen. So we get there. Um, we have a couple crazy moments. AC alone has, like, a spaz-out moment where, where we're just like, yo, it's, it's time to play. We got to plug up. And AC just looks at us and goes, ah! And he's like, you know, he just has, like, this crazy moment. It was like, you know, like when you put water on a gremlin. It was just, like, one of those weird-ass moments and shit. And so we were like, oh, okay, AC's losing it. What the fuck? Okay, now what? So we do the show. After the show, we go back to our room and... This is the funniest, probably the funniest story of the trip. We get there, and it's like, you know, like I told you, it was our room, and none of us really brought women back or nothing like that. But, you know, these two tortas come in, just like these two drunk chicks come in, and like one just walks in, takes one step, like, hey, blah, just falls on her face and shit, just like falls over a beard or something, just falls on her face. And the other one comes in, and we're just like, oh man, like, I'm personally done, you know, I'm done rapping, and it's like, I'm done you know i'm in the room like just and everybody kind of to leave so we can like go to sleep you know and it's just like now these these two ladies are in here and they're just one of them just drunk as fuck like yo fucking yo this i'm an artist yo this and that and i was like oh shit and uh king and ac step out to have some words about something that they were trying to resolve and i'm just stuck in this room with these these two ladies and and they're just, one One of them was being really cool. And the other one was like super just drunk and mad, just mad. Like, yo, what the fuck? She, like, like honestly, just like, why aren't you paying attention to me? This and that, this and that. And she was just like, and I just, and then literally, I, I said this to her 15 times in a row. I said, oh, I did not ask you to step into my room. I would appreciate it if you would leave my room right now. And she would talk and I'd be like, I would appreciate it if you would leave my room right now. I did not invite you to this room. I started videotaping the shit. I was like, I would appreciate it if you started leaving my room right now. And then she was like, who are you? And I'm like, what's your name? And I'm like, D. She's like, D what? I'm like, D nuts. And I'd be like, got him. You know, I started doing that to her. Like I did that to her like four times. She didn't even get it. You know, she was like, and then, and then and then I think the funniest part was she said, uh, your two homies are out there out there fighting with their little dicks. Like, they're fucking, like, she was mad because no male was paying attention to her. So that's why she started talking. Like She's like, who are you? You fucking, you faggot? You're some kind of faggot, huh? And I was like, no, I'm not a faggot. I was like, I would just appreciate it if you would leave my room right now because I did not invite you to my room. And she was like, you fucking faggot? And I was like, I would appreciate it if you would leave my room right now. And then she was like, I was the only one dancing for you. I was the only one, like, I'm like your number one fan. And I was just like, I would appreciate it if you would leave this room right now. And she was like, like, people would be talking on the side, and she would jump into their conversations, like, I'm an artist. Like, we were like, no one's even talking to you. And dude, she was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not getting up with this chair. I was like, can you please? She was like, calling him the scene. Finally, the hotel security guy comes. He can't even get her to move. Like, she's like, she's a big girl, too. She's like, big. you know what I mean? She's like, bam, bam, Bigelow. And she's like, fucking not trying to get out. And she, we're like, she's like, no, I'm not fucking. And we're like, fuck, dude. Finally, uh, the homie, I swear, I'm, I'm, I won't even mention the homie because I ain't going to mention the homie's name. But one of the homies comes out of nowhere and, like, kisses her on the cheek and, like, makes her get up. Like, he just pipped her up. And she gets up. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll get up. And then she walks out of the room. I mean, the security from the hotel, he was he was right there in the hallway. And she she did one of those things. Again, like, who are you? And I was like, D. D who? D's nuts. God, i like, he was laughing. It was a funny. Dude, but then the, the night took a tragic turn because after she got out of the room she got out of the hallway I closed the door I was like cool I'm done maybe like 15 minutes later A.C.L. and Ken come back in they're like oh no they're like no homegirl fell in the bushes like she's like fell and, and then I received a photo that was like her bleeding from her lip like it was all fucked up and I was like oh man what happened And they're like she fell into, she fell over a gate into some bushes and then the cops came and then when the cops came her homegirl who was drunk too but was being really nice, she was like, Oh no, fuck that. If my homegirl's going to jail, I'm going to jail And then she threw herself over the bushes too and fell in the pit with her too. Like she was that's a rider right there. That's a homegirl right there. She like you know what I'm saying? That's a homegirl right there. So she was like, I'm I'm going too and she like fell into the pit and too, so it was like so then I heard she had a scuffle with the cops and they went to jail. It was like, fuck, you know what I mean? It's like well, that was that was that night next night we went to uh i think we went to las cruces new mexico i'm trying to let me let me see if i can get this in chronological order yeah next night I went to las cruces new mexico and that was really cool man shout out to mommy saba who we played at in the back of his store he's got a clothing store and dude we played on the back it was really dope kind of a community thing had all this incredible graffiti in the back they had punk bands and DJs and it was really really dope it was really really beautiful to play out in the night air in Las Cruces New Mexico with that purple sky and all that stuff uh, always if we're in Las Cruces you know we run into the homie Minus shout out to Minus who actually speaking of adventures put us put us up in a, he, he put us up in somebody's house he was like my landlady's house she's out of town like you can stay in it let me tell you something us three stayed in that house Las Cruces, New Mexico. That house must have been built by, like, the Illuminati. It was, like, you look at it from the outside. You're, like, oh, that shit looks cool. And you walk in, and it's, like, it was amazing. It was lavish. It was, like, you would think it was, like, a two-bedroom or a 3 bed. It had like, seven bedrooms. It was, like, massive, like, every, like, living rooms. And it was, like, it was amazing. It was, like, this older lady, poor lady. She wasn't home. We were all fucking all up in her house. But it was, like... I got. To, I think. I, I think. I even slept in like her master bedroom. It was like, she had like a, a bathroom with like a like a sauna. You know, I took advantage of that. I was in the sauna for like two hours and stuff, just like in a sauna by myself, like in this lady's house, like with in her bathrobe and shit, like just fucking awesome and shit. Dude, she had like, oh, you know what? The dope shit about that was that they delivered Jimmy John's. Shout out to Jimmy John's. I don't know if you eat Jimmy John's. I wish Jimmy John's would sponsor me so I could do a commercial for them, but. They uh, delivered Jimmy John's at one in the morning, so we got some Jimmy John's. And dude, just this lady had like, she was one of those ladies. She had about four fridges in her house, and every time in one fridge, you open the fridge, and there was nothing but a hundred pounds of of uh, walnuts, like bag after, bag after bag after bag after bag after bag of walnuts. It was amazing. Like I didn't I didn't get one though, but it was like, like I could have took a bag. Like I gotta to took a bag a pound, and like no one would have noticed. I gotta rearrange a bag to make them. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta to just took a bag a pound of walnuts, rearranged the way the bag look, and no one would have been the wiser unless she counts them. But do she? Whatever, whatever she liked, she had. Like she liked orange Gatorade, so she had like 60 orange Gatorades. Like, I mean, this she was like a football coach. But anyway, so we that night it was cool, smoked, chopped it up with a minus. I knew already to, to, uh, I love Minus, but I knew already to, uh, talk to Minus only so much and then go to bed because Minus will keep you up till eight in the morning. And that's what Minus and AC Alone did. I think they talked about philosophy and art and music and, and all kinds of shit for like, for like ever and ever and ever. And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was super interesting that, that's how that went. And, uh, so we were up in this house. So it was cool, though. It was cool to take like a, it was cool to be in a sauna <laughs> for two hours. And uh, That was cool. That was a refreshing thing, you know. When you're on the road, you, you're, dri- you're driving all day, and you know, you know, it's all good. It was, it was privacy. It was cool. I, I showed her real. I showed the lady respect. I did not like masturbate in her room and shit, or in a tissue or nothing like that, and do anything foul. Like cleaned up after myself. It was totally legit. After that, um, after Las Cruces, we went, it was really, we, it was a hellacious drive. But I think after Las Cruces, we went to, man, we went to somewhere in Texas. It was like Amarillo. We went all the way to Amarillo, Texas. And it was hella far. We didn't even get there till like 10.30, 11 at night. And uh, we got there. It was like a little storefront. And it was, it was actually... Probably, again, one of the most, one of the humble shows that were like, that show was probably the least attended show. I think it was like 25 people or something at the most. It was like a little, we were, we were like, damn, we drove all the way to Amarillo, Texas on a Sunday night and played this little spot for like 25 people. And they were super grateful. They were super happy. They were super cool. It was like a little spot. I mean, we actually got it. Like, all the little shows, we kind of get go off on the little shows. Like, we actually go hard. I mean, AC Alone was like, I remember being outside, sitting on the floor. And just, AC was like, I was really like, dude, there's like 20 people watching this. And this was going like an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Like, hip-hop. Like, some hip-hop shit. Like, AC was like, there was like a 40-year-old man there that was like an AC Alone fan. Like, an older dude, like our age. And he, and he was like. Dude, that dude was like i never thought in my lifetime i would get to see ac loan and he's was like fuck it i'm gonna go an hour and a half for you and make, it, make it. I mean these after the show people were like come back to the house with us you know like it was like you know what i mean it was like we're about the skinny dip like that kind of shit you know what i mean and uh so that was a crazy night i didn't i didn't partake in any of that I, I i got a steady routine after every show i'm, I'm trying to go straight to 7-eleven pick up some snacks trying to maybe, maybe pick up some food, depending on what's cracking, go straight to the room, ESPN, you know, that's it, you know what I'm saying, if, I, if I'm if i not, a, if I'm in a room by myself, masturbation, if I'm in a room with the homies, nothing, nothing, Um, after that, uh, so that was Texas, again, we got put up in a dope spot, really, really dope, dope spot, actually, lavish, I was like, what, Amarillo, like, Amarillo Vegas, and then uh, that was cool. Woke up, left Amarillo, Texas. And then after that, we canceled Colleen, Texas, because it was, it was it was like a hellacious drive. It would have been like drive eight hours there. And then with only one day exchange, we had to get to like Utah. And it was like, it would have been like 14 hours or something. It was like the one, every tour usually has one hellacious Drive like some crazy shit, so we were like, no. So I think we actually went to Dallas. Yeah, there you go. We went to Dallas, and that's when I won't get into it. But that's when the tour basically we hit a crossroads. So we went to Dallas. Shout out to my homie Tay and my, my homie girl Ellie, and you know, we have a bunch of people out there. Our homie AC. We got Dallas was like two days. We had like a day off or something. It was like some crazy shit. I personally, in Dallas, as soon as I got to Dallas, I wanted to see the Entourage movie because I was the only person on earth that wanted to see the Entourage movie in my crew. So I actually took a cab to – I was taking a cab to a theater to go see the Entourage movie. But the cabbie was like, no, nah, no, nah, there's another spot where you can get food served to you. You know, you heard about these spots, right? I, ba- I barely – I heard about these spots, but I hadn't really gone to one. And it was like, "Nah," He's like, dude, trust me the same distance. Dude, this dude dropped me off at the spot. It was like a bar, restaurant, movie theater. It was pimp. It was, I wish I had a date. It was pimp. I was by myself, lonely as hell. But I went, got a seat, ordered myself like, man, I think I ordered like calamari and like, all, you know, like pomegranate iced tea. It was pimp. Like truffle fries. It was. It was a... Spent like I must have spent like $60 there. It was ridiculous. It was awesome though. Like, I was like, my pinky automatically went up by itself and shit. I was like, my shit had gray poupon on it. That shit was fucking flossy. So I fucking enjoyed the Entourage movie personal night off. Had a good time. I think the homies went and, you know, got drunk at a bar. Shenanigans ensued. You know, I I won't get into it, but you know, like, I just remember in my hotel room, like five in the morning, somebody whisking. Whisking some white girl into the room, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like bed sheets are grabbed and like, you know, someone's trying to like fuck somebody in the bathroom. It's like, it's like, you know, all wrong. I was like, dude, this is like touring 20 years ago. Like, it was like, you know, some of the homies were like, like rookie tour, you know what I mean? They were like, oh, you're trying to like just whisk something, you know what I mean? It was just like, I was like, I, I remember getting up at like six in the morning, like, here, we just take the bed, boo, we like, here, I'm gonna go. And I think I just went and took a shower. And then I walked across back and went to like Denny's or something. I was like, let the homie do his business. It was one of those weird, weird things where like it was like one of those weird things where like and it's so hot out there, it's Texas, right? It was one of those weird things where like it's nine in the morning and you're just and I'm just sitting with a chair in front of a fan, like in front of the AC with the homie with with like a naked chick with her titties popped out just having conversations like oh yeah you know the, the best pancake spot is done you know like it's like why girl with her titties out just chilling like oh you know if you make a left on decatur you know like just fucking like fuck it i think we all went to breakfast you know what i'm saying i'm just sitting there and shit like fuck it this is the way it goes and then actually that's when the the, the, the trip took a turn too where where um that's the day we found out pumpkin head passed away it was the morning that pumpkin head passed and we were at a we were eating breakfast, and AC just AC just was like, "No," and I'm like, "What?" And he told us, and we we're just like, "Fuck, dude, this some fucking bullshit." You know, rest in peace, Pumpkinhead. That was my homie. I'm i I'm i I'm i I'm to switch for a second and talk about Pumpkinhead. Man, I known that brother for a long time. I would go to New York, and that guy in Poison Pen would have my back, dude. They were just like, "We got your back." And nobody fucking with you in New York. We got your back. I got nothing but love for Pumpkin Eddie he would call me and email me every now and then, like, let's tour, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? If you would come out here for King of the Dot or Grind Time, you know, I'd, I'd try to go say what's up. And, you know, just a dope talent, man. I, I was lucky enough to do a song, kind of like a a freestyle song with him over a Mad Lib beat. It was a hymn, No Can Do Ace Alone and myself. We got, it was like back in like 2000. We, so at least we got one jam in on some rapper shit, you know. We got one song in, and he was just a good dude, man. Uh, you know, I know him through Gene Gray and um, Brooklyn Academy. You know what I'm saying? So that was, that sucks that he died, man. He was a he was a dope, and he was a he was a pretty dope battle rapper, man. He, he was I would I would I would definitely cheer for him when I was watching Grind Time and shit like that. So that was interesting and shit. But so yeah, man. That that day, so that day was like fucked up, and that actually led to the night of the show where I think everybody got fucked up. Like we were, as soon as we found out Pumpkinhead died, we were even having breakfast, like drinking shots. You know what I mean? It was like, ugh. You know what I mean? I don't like to drink and shit. And I was fucking drinking tequila shots in Pumpkinhead's honor. Like already like 11 in the morning and shit. It was too bad and shit. So then Dallas comes and Dallas was another show. It was a cool show. It was kind of light. And that was a show where like, we. that's where like, I can't get into the specifics. I know I should just be, breaking it all down but basically man we that's when we're like maybe it was the alcohol maybe it was the heat maybe it was the exhaustion sadness over pumpkin head but we you know we had a little moment there where like like the car wasn't turning on because someone left the lights on in the car and at the car trying to jump the bat trying to jump the car and it doesn't work and call a tow truck and you know it was getting to the point where it was like yo fuck this tour i'm gonna fucking go home and it was like a funniest moment because it was like, fuck this tour. I'm fucking done with this shit. And then, as as someone is saying, fuck this tour, I'm done with this shit, the, the tow truck guy's like, the car's fixed. And it was like that exact moment. It was like, yo, fuck this. I'm going home. Yo, we're good. The car's good. <laughs> and it was like, so it was like one of those nights, like, fools not, didn't even sleep, like fools sitting in the hallway till the sun rose and like, you know, just like just angry, yelling at each other at the top of the lungs and just, it was just like, fuck, like it was crazy. There was another moment. During the trip where where the cops... We, we kept having this battle of positivity and negativity. There was this part in the trip where the cops were behind us with the lights on. like, And we were like, oh, sure, we're getting pulled over by the police. And and someone kind of commented, like, you see? You see where your positivity gets you? And as soon as someone said, you see where the positivity gets you? The cop car just U-turned away from us and left us. And we were just like, yeah, we're straight. You know what I mean? It was like that kind of weird shit was happening and shit. So anyway, Dallas was crazy... We went to sleep, got through Dallas. It was a it was just like anger and just, you know, the shit that happens on tour. I've been on many a tour. Existerio once through tried to throw a cup of coffee on me, you know what I'm saying? Like we've thrown Existerio out of a car. We've like you know, we've we've left people in cities, like fuck you, fly to the next city on your own. You know, I've gone to different shit like that on different tours. So it's nothing uncommon and shit. You know what I mean? We've literally left people. Like fuck you, kick people off tours for bad behavior or whack crazy shit. So, we've gone through all that shit. So Dallas was the tough part. We got over it and then actually got better. Things got better. We went to Salt Lake City, Utah and did the last show, that was like the last show. So I think the drive, like I mean we literally I personally drove Oh no no, after that we went to Colorado. That's when things got better because we played at a dispensary. You know what I'm saying? I know that sounds stupid, right? But that's what happened. We went to the Colorado Colorado, and that's where things got better because we played at a dispensary, and all my homie Gary and all my people, all my Colorado folks, were there. And we got there, and everything was way better. We showed up; the show was in a dispensary. We, everybody was smoking? Someone gave me a piece of shrooms like a foot long. It was awesome. That 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 was playing a part. The next day, I'll tell you about that in a second. But we fucking, yeah, we played a dope little show, and my homegirl Anna. Who I hadn't seen since, since I think me and Anna went to, I don't know if me and Anna went to prom together. We didn't go to prom. We went to after prom. Anna was like my super cool K-Rock, beautiful friend. Her name's Anna Serta. She's like my homegirl. Like, she was like, like K-Rock princess. Like, just new or new, had great taste in music. I used to love her. I think I had a super crush on her. She was super dope. She was there with her husband and we fucking smoked and kicked. It was awesome. Show was cool. Everything was awesome right there. That was just like the the dope, the dope like change, and and from there everything was cool. Somebody gave me a piece of shrooms, like a gold cap and a big ass thing. I was like, I'm taking these tomorrow. So after Colorado, Colorado was cool. Then we went to Salt. We drove all the way to Salt Lake City, Utah. I drove through Montana. It was awesome. Salt Lake City, Utah was another show. Cool. Last show it was at the spot Up Rock. It was like a clothing store, hip hop store, with a with a stage in the house in the back and graffiti. That show was cool. People were cool. I recorded a song. Oh yeah, by the way, I recorded a song in Sacramento with my homie, Mr. Picho because I owed him one. I recorded a song again in Oakland for, John, for, uh, for Leonard Peltier, DJ Free Leonard. I recorded another song for Mommy Sinekil. I recorded a song in the basement of the, of, the, of the place in Salt Lake City, Utah. That was dope. And that was the last show. It was dope. We we did the show. Got to rest. You know, some of these cats go out more than me. I don't, I don't really go out, but did the show. And then it was like, all right, we're done. Let's go home. And then I was like, well, we're, you know, stop in Vegas. I want to pick up my, go see my, my girl. And I was like, fuck it. Took the shrooms and uh, took the shrooms and just started shrooming. And AC was like, yo, I need you to drive. I'm tired. So I was like, fuck it. So, dude, and it was like a crazy ass, like, one of those Salt Lake City, Utah is beautiful. And then on top of that, it was like storming where, like, it rained for like four minutes and then it stopped. The sun would come out. Then it rained and then it would snow and then it'd be hot. It was like a weird ass day. So, on Trills, man, I just drove down and it was a beautiful experience. It was beautiful, man. just driving just lit, just on, just like on one. So, I just drove. So, that was awesome. And then that's it. Got to Vegas, spent a couple of days out there sleeping, and, and then went home. And, and The tour was cool, man. It was it was drama. We, we you know I want to shout, shout out to all the people that were out there that that enjoyed it. And yeah, man, we got to kick it with some friends, made some new fans, did that shit, and then um, that was that. You know what I'm saying? That was that was the tour. On that note, and then after that, um, ever since I've been back, um, I've really been throwing shows. Um, I've got this new company that I'm working with. They're called Thrive Presents. And it's like my homie Tommy, they're this big it's like a website and they're like this big uh company, technologies company, and uh basically man they're 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 really trying to do artist management and they're trying to do uh trying to throw big shows and you know they seen you know, my homie Tommy's been around Gorilla Union, everybody from Gorilla Union to EDC and all that shit has been around for years, man. He used to throw the show Fresh Culture, which I'm looking at a poster right now. He used to throw shows at the L. Ray Theater and all, and all that stuff. So through Thrive, man, like we started. He's like, yo, let's throw shows. So we threw this Immortal Technique, King Little G, Chino Excel, Mexican Descent, and enemy Rifa show a couple weeks back. And it was awesome, dude. It was at the Regent Theater in downtown, which is a spot we're going to start throwing shows at. and um, That show was dope, man. Sold, sold, sold the place out. You know, Mortal Technique did his thing. King Little G, who I had seen through the Cypher Effect, he he was out there doing his thing. Chino XL destroyed it. And uh, Enemy Refa destroyed it, man. And and OMD, me and Danny, despite our differences or like our inactivity, you know, I convinced them. I conned him into playing a show. And, And even though we didn't practice or do any of our songs, you know, we played and people were happy. And that was really dope. And then after that, I'm going to take a drink of this lemonade. And then I'm going to tell you about the last show. Give me one second. In fact, let me play a song. I'm going to play a song. And then we'll come
0: back. Your molecules
2: are now in motion. Hypnotic effect. So check the way you move. Your complex inferiority complex. I got you carrying glocks and text and got you feeling hesitant. to step will say to represent it's your complex that rips and wrecks your confidence creates paranoia inside of your mind when you rhyme. The term black. But I got black soul. Blows are creates unforgettable, like napkin cold. Bullet holes through the shields of your land cruiser. Your click. My click is stolen like I taste the palm of Make it Make this clear If it's it witter than incest, knowledge my name, I'm on a different plane like Harvey Villages, Getting the people hype like Monday night at the improv. Diving Ricky's lake, plus I wash like Limbaugh. Hey, I will yeah. detach your limbs, there ain't no wins if you test mine. You won't be coming back again like Sinbad sitcom. I think they wanna battle. You up like Roseanne's belly. not stops to do me like a Leah in R. Kelly. Fear and superstition could get iller than circumcision, and things could get more ugly than Coolio in his hair prison. My mind's a warfare, like Marshall or Justin. Psychosis be exploding by spontaneous combustion. Kill all my complexes, make any crowd screaming. and yell. It's your complex that makes you buy a fake Rolex to impress the next big butt, big breath like it's a contest. I make you worship and act Rolex, now that you feel inadequate. Checks for but see, I'm from a small town called bitch, So don't tease the thought Now see she's caught, go so see your daddy, daddy for child, child support You're complex, it got your mind inside a group home I got you that Fuck on. them crabs you spend your loot on Euphorically, categorically, Chino rip shit historically Puff you like Sensei, rob shit like Jodeci, but I hope your girl don't notice me You was a platinum artist that the complex got in here But I spread new rap stars like you um, don't spread chlamydia mm-hmm. Grammy nominee, Which is up, you ain't in harmony Now I'm here and you wanna bring it on to me Fresh off your toy, you don't want no verbal Better war in your I was I Metaphors this morning while you were selecting which credit card to pay for that bitch breakfast. You call I'm rough as hell, crush your crew, turn you into Beatles, eat a porcupine. Puff. Without the needles, businesses, businesses, my shit is fly. You can ask anyone. I'm not MTV, so I can leave you dead at 21. People stand amazed. Cause my heart is blacker than the cotton fields in the slavery days. Fuck friends long as a bitch bends like Mercedes. Invade your mental like US troops invaded Hades. Ladies that are and be loving me more than Desi Arnes. But my books be aggravating bitches like Rosie Perez. So I break the virgin time, ain't open like the seven seal. I'm giving them something they can feel. I explore a woman's vaginal region like Lewis and Clark. I might decide to eat the bull- like Sandra Bornhart Like even the Japanese girls wanna blow me like I'm Sony But like Mike and that Presti Wish the relationship is phony So baby we can do it Take your time Do it right The whole game's like Richie Valens It should never take flight I don't need gold singles To purchase phatic symbols I keep my queen You keep chasing materialistic like bitches you yeah. y- the stress, wondering what they gonna do next. Your complex is the wall they got your back up against. Intense pressure got you feeling like without them. You just worthless. The term Chino ghost synonymous with crosses split, but never celebrated like Hanukkah and Auschwitz. My complex split. ready, get that vein, kinda mind frame. Cause I've been ripping this way, since some seeds with just the labor pain. Underground for far too long, but now I won't be surfacing. for my brain on Like Colin Ferguson, uh, they say I go too far for pop radio, playing me like FCC stands for fucking But Christ. I make TLC stand for. they love Chino when I terrify. You'll never eat chili cuz I'm an arsonist like left eye, but I can't forget I heard you say you'll leave me DC's please That famous last one's like the I have Beats fat like Melody Sweet like Bellamy and are me More than niggas at PMD shows Be yelling for E They try to just Cause I don't have that I have this They're, this. Chips, they're to make me Talk like Johnny Mathis huh? Fuck strike the nerve I massacre strike a main vein One line from my brain Can turn my was in the soul train But I'm still standing Keeping straight And marijuana helped me to escape Like it was Al County. Still ripping shit No videos and no source ad I live the type of life That could make hammers Say it's all bad Put it on with glass A car that I can afford Has not been built I can't afford cookies That's even though I'm label mates with yeah, milk It's like Wayne's World Cause they say that I'm not worthy My company is fucking me Like Arsenio, Dazzetti, Murphy Industry kills, I go for the throat I treat you all like Bobby Brown And Whitney Houston's marriage One big joke complex got It's your complex cash Why you scared of what I'm gonna say next? Chino X 95,
1: 96, no complex Yo, we're back That was, I had to hit you with that Chino XL, no complex As we were talking about that show Chino XL's amazing um, I was in the, what was I said? I was in the, I was in the back, I was in the, I was in the back creating metaphors this morning where you were selecting, no, I was selecting metaphors where you were selecting which credit card to pay for that bitch's breakfast. That's fucking like Chino Excel shit. Anyway, but, um, and that, and that show went good, man. Chino came out and just, I mean, everybody, like, Chino's amazing. Kills it. Um, and then this last week, for all, for anybody that came out in L.A., we did this other show and it was called Good Intentions. And um, I basically create, and it, and it went over pretty well. It just got super, super hectic and kind of drama-filled. And I'm breaking you down on that shit right now too. But uh, Good Intentions was this concept that I actually came up with where – whereas I wanted to do a show where there's no headliners in the sense of, you know, you go to shows, LA Underground shows all the time and people are just there to see their one band like so you could go see a band and after that band like there's like five bands on the bill and one band plays and then everybody leaves and like the other bands are fucked you know what i'm saying it's kind of sucks a sucky concept so i came up with this concept where i got a wheel like a wheel of fortune like on some gambling shit i got a wheel of fortune wheel and i put all the groups names on you know on the wheel and basically I booked 10 bands originally and you spin the wheel. Like I got a fans to spin the wheel and whatever band it landed on, they were next. And it was, and people were like, a lot of people were scared of that concept. They were just not with it. But, but I found 10 bands that were down with that show. I found nine bands actually. One of them changed their mind on the too. But, um, so we did that. And then at the last minute, which we also added free the robots was a really dope producer out here out of LA and then at the last minute, literally with two or three days to the concert, Mix Master Mike from the Beastie Boys. Mix Master Mike from the fucking Beastie Boys agreed to play. And dude, he fucking destroyed it. And I mean, it was Mix Master Mike. That was a fucking it was amazing. Some DJ shit. Just amazing. But uh, So then the show was awesome. It was dope. But it just got crazy. And I'm going to explain to you exactly what I mean if you didn't go to the show and didn't see it so the show starts off cool all the bands are there I mean dude the, I mean, Supernatural Black Tongue Society Dag Savage Exile and Johas Choosy um, Dirty Birdie from the IE who's amazing fucking uh, LA Symphony Micah 9 from Freestyle Fellowship um, First Dirt from Pomona and and I think that's it right? Local Heroes, 626. I can I forget them? They rocked it. And that shit. So it was dope. And Gablin was supposed to play too, but she had, she had double books. So she, we put somebody, put Dirty Birdie in. So it was like, so the night started off. The wheel spun. It landed on Dirty Birdie. Dirty Birdie did his thing. Killed it. Came out and killed it. Spun the wheel again. It landed on LA Symphony. LA Symphony came out and killed it. Uh, it was dope. Spun the wheel again. And who did it land on third? It landed on... Oh, I think it landed on local local heroes. So the local heroes went up, did their thing. Spun the wheel again. And then it landed on... Spun the wheel again and it landed on Supernatural. Supernatural destroyed it. Oh, no, no, it landed on Micah 9. Micah 9 destroyed it. Spun the wheel again. It landed on Supernatural destroyed it spun the wheel again and it landed on first dirt and they destroyed it and then after that after first dirt we had a we had a switch over to mix master mike because it was like miss master mike was like the headliner vibe even though the original concept was no headliner but you know whatever it my my shit got compromised but uh but my concept got compromised but it's okay but after that that's when things got crazy um Mark Love, who I love dearly, even though even though I heard he uttered the word fuck Tumex that night at the show, which fucking sucks, but you know, that's the way that goes. But fucking uh and he was like, Fuck everybody, you know, this and that. Apparently apparently Mark Love was booing choosy, the wheel landed on Choosy, who who if you know Choosy, Dirty Science with Exile, dude, that fool's sick. And fucking his shit was banging. He's on some young, young, young coming up game. And uh, young Kanye shit. And fucking um, so that's where things went. That's when things went sour. It was like Mark Love got into you know Joe Haas from Dag Savage it was like, don't be born, don't be born, my homie. And then and then out of nowhere, super producer Adrian Young, who's amazing. That fool's sick. We just produced a new Goldface Killer album, which is bomb as fuck. Adrian Young just shows up with his crew, like, ready to DJ. Like, like just jumps on stage, like, we're ready. And I'm like, what's cracking? And then they're like, Mark Love's like, oh, yeah, he's going to DJ a 15-minute set. And I was like, we, and the, the, the show was so slammed. We started the show at 8.50, like, the first act performed at 8.50. And even with the first act performing at 8.50, we had it performances all the way to 2 a.m. Like, one, you know, one. Oh, the show was slammed, balls to the wall till 2 a.m., like slammed and then so and then adrian young shows up and we're like oh shit i was like i love this dude oh, but i was like fuck i told mark like oh man there's no room for him because we're slammed and then mark just threw a fit like a child like they just like dropped his cup of pudding he just dropped like he just like like it like i like if i just slapped a bowl of cereal away from him and he was like you know you know he was sitting in a walker like in a high chair and he couldn't get it he was just like <laughs> it's like jurassic park and he just was like, "Come over here, fuck it." And it was, just, it just got, and it was just a bad look, and it just got real crazy, and you know, "Fuck you" were thrown around not by me, because I don't, I don't, I don't say that to my homies, but it was just like, "Oh, I got all crazy and shit," and you know, my homie went up there, and I was like, i oh, fuck, fuck you," like, "Fuck you, fuck." somewhere somewhere in all this melee self-provoked gets choked out gets somebody puts some security guard puts self-provoked in a chokehold and and egg, you know exits him out the spot at the same time i'm getting Texas and shit like self-provoke. And i'm like uh and then it was like so mark love gets escorted out the building they pay him he did they tell him to dip but he takes a serato box so then now so now it doesn't matter because for the rest of the night you know from mixed mastermind to free the Ro- free the robots to dag savage see black tongue and dag savage got done dirty because with all the delays they went on like 145 in the morning and all that shit and it's like you know some people had left and so that's that's what sucked you know that's why i gotta fix this wheel concept but yeah basically it just got real ugly for a hot second but then it it, it all worked out mix mastermind came out destroyed it fucking smashed it free the robots came out did his thing and I, the free robots was were cool and then at the second half of his set was really, really dope. The first half was cool. Then the second half was like sick. And then literally it's 120. And it's like I had to make the choice to put – I put Black Tongue on before Dag Savage because I was like if I put Dag Savage on before, no one's going to stay to see Black Tongue because Dag Savage just has more wreck like that. And so I did that. But, and then people stayed. I mean, I mean a lot of people left. But That was the thing. The show was kicking. The show was doing great. And then at some point, like 12, 30, everybody like drank too much and lost, like just had been there since eight and was beat the fuck down. So that's why I got to improve the concept of the wheel. I think I'm going to do like six bands only, maybe six bands and then just one headliner to only play like, even the headliner can only play like the 30, 40, you know, so we're going to fix it. But so that was it, man. And that's where we left off. You know, I just got just, it was hectic for a hot second and then things cooled down and then the performances chilled everything out and everything else was cool. So that was that. And, uh, man, that's, that's, you know, I would say that, that, that's just a catch up on on my life from, from the last two months as far as that's just like a brief synopsis. I mean, there's a lot been going on, like been working on music and, uh, you know, just trying to get things done and and move forward. And, uh, but that that's basically, that's basically what I've been up to kind of like in a nutshell, if you were into, into these last couple shows Of the tour So Going through that shit That shit That shit You know But I guess the moral of that All that shit is You know That's the life that we live The life that we choose You know like Not everything goes well Every night Not everything is a success Not everything is You know Not everything runs smooth You know what I'm saying Like this hip hop shit Is some carnival shit You know Pla- you know, Platform collection Coming up here To do all these podcasts Traveling to Their artists Podcasts To do their shit It's a traveling circus to to get to bring to you to fucking put on a plate for you, uh, something something for you, you know what I mean? Because we love this shit, and 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 a lot of people who look at me as an artist, you know, I'd be up there hosting and fooling like freestyle, you know, do this and that. Like there was a point in that show where I was running back and forth, you know, to to handle everybody's business and shit and, and do everything for everybody. That you know, there was a point where I walked back and I was like rushing back and forth. There was a part where I ran. I was like literally skipping across the the, the place and a friend of mine, a, a female friend of mine that I've known for a long time, she's like, Alex, baby. And I was like, Hey, what's up? And I ran, gave her a quick ass hug. And I was like, I got to go put the next band on, like literally the band's walking off stage. And I'm like, not there. And I'm like, I got to go put this next band on. Hot, And she was like, wait, wait, hold on. I want to, and I was like, have a drink with me. And I was like, no, I got, and she was like, fuck you then. Cause I just dissed the shit out of her. And I was like, I'm trying to throw the show. And it was like, and it was like, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make you feel sorry for me or nothing, but I'm just saying like, it's like those choices you got to make, where I'm like running around being production or trying to be a host, but it was like that, it was like that, and I heard it, you know, I walked away, it's like fuck you then, and I was like, huh, like, you know what I mean? It's like I could understand you think I dissed you in public, but it's like I'm just trying to, you know what I mean? It's just like when you're trying to wear these hats, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just. Production is, is just a crazy shit. So I'm just giving you an insight to to the background shit. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to have anybody feel sorry for me or, or anything like that. We just... The kind of shit that just happens, you know what I mean? But anyway, speaking of shit happening, I'd like to congratulate... Thank you. Thank you uh, to Chris for... Uh, we actually... I just found out that we ran the the world's most unsuccessful GoFundMe in in GoFundMe history. I'd like to thank. I'm really bad at that. I have we have a GoFundMe. I actually, did generate like five bills or something, but but we were, we initially made this GoFundMe, and it's still up. So you can still you know you can you can still send me like a bug if you want. But we definitely I think, and I think this applies to ego or I don't know. I already asked my fans for money all the time. I'm like, come to my shows, come to my shows, buy my CDs, buy my this, got my Tumex hats, buy this, yo, I got tickets to the shows. So it was like, I think it was really hard. Like, I was, I was putting other people's GoFundMe's up more than mine. You know what I mean? Like, when I see somebody die or somebody needs money for a funeral or somebody, somebody, something else that's like a worthier cause, I guess. So I, I, I kind of spend my time doing that shit. So. So, so I just wanted to tell people that that did apply to my GoFundMe. That we're still gonna knock that out, but I definitely have. When it comes to the GoFundMe, it's just hard for me to post it. I guess I'll post it some more, but uh, I'm gonna keep posting it. But if you're interested in it, it's, uh, what is it? GoFundMe slash Two Mix album. So check that out, and then uh, if check out. You can check out my music on a uh, on a uh, Two Mix Bandcamp too. But uh, something I do want to talk about is. Uh, Real quick too, before we go off, how long have we been on this? 15 minutes. No, how long have we been on this whole podcast? Oh, since, uh, we're good, right? We, we're... No, 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 no. Today, how long oh, is this one? Minutes. Oh, 58 minutes. I thought you said fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh shit, like damn, really? Oh, but but uh, one thing I do want to talk about is um, the fact that uh, that that we're actually uh, what was I gonna say? Fuck, I'm tripping. Oh, one thing I want to talk about was that, man, branding-wise, you know, as far as like, you know, we've been something we've been talking about on this podcast a lot is the concepts of branding and the concepts of of having to you know take go to the next level with with, with what I'm doing or the people's love for me and, and and the support on all the different levels, like, you know, whether it's performing at shows, backyard parties, whether it's doing songs, which man. In the last, and I still have about three more refunds to go, I've, I've actually, in the last month, because I left on tour without finishing everybody's songs that I had to do, people got really upset. And I've refunded, like, three people uh, recently, and I still got, got, like, three more people, I'm gonna dude. And it's like, I just hadn't had the time to really go in the lab, knock shit out, because I took off on the tour for three weeks, came back been running around been caught up in these shows so i had to like so i'm on that level so there's you know there's that level of like people being angry with me and or even like being like fuck man i was gonna make a whole song with you for 150 like fuck it it's gonna take a minute i can't do it in a day it's gonna take a month but it's like i've had to be like fuck it i'm so busy or so caught up that here take this back you know so that's where i'm at with a couple people but under that whole concept um one of the things that that the reason I going back to the branding thing is like I'm trying to like I've doors have opened up be from Rhymefest LA to these shows to this podcast right here. Opportunities to brand are opening up and I've looked into some, you know, I've I've stepped into that world of that dabbing culture, of that wax culture. You know, first I was not into wax too much. Then I started smoking it, then I was like, damn this shit's heavy on my brain. Then I started building a tolerance to it and like like it i like it i like it i could just hit take a hit and be good for hours you know i like that kind of like vibe and shit it's like good so it's like and between you know goodies from my gooch 805 oilers pissing excellence best extract and and all these cats have been like supporting me you know trippy bear edibles all these cats have been you know fucking with me for the better part of a year year and a half so I want to thank all them. They, you know, Abracadabs, you know what I'm saying? I started playing at wax events and Kush Harvest and, you know what I'm saying? My homie, you know what I'm saying? Like s- Southern, Southern crops. And I just been kind of like in that dab world now. And I was just like, so I've been seeing that kind of stuff. And, and through uh, through my homies from Best Extract, man, they've actually, you know, I had somebody hitting me up that they were creating a a, a weed strain for me, a Tumex OG weed strain. So and I'm I'm with that. And so we're still waiting to hear all that. But I but through Best Extract, man, basically I am I'm, I'm about to have my own do my own wax, my own shatter, my own crumble and my own cake batter. So it's fly, dude. Like I'm of like I'm like that shit's fly. That's like the next level of like having your own, you know, bud and shit. So it's like I'm on that. I'm working on my own bud right now, but but we have I literally have in about a week, I'm gonna have my own Fucking my own cake batter, my own wax, my own, you know, my, my own shatter. Like, so that's cake batter, is just like another form of like another, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, it's like crumble. It's just like, it's, it's sick. I'm super, super, super hype. So I'm going to have that, man. So, you know what I'm saying? So if, if you're a fan and you're in the Cali area or anywhere and you have a dispensary or you know, you want you want to have that, you want to have that flavor, I'm about to have it. So, I'm about to start. Once I get them in, which will be in a week, I'm going to hit up all my people. I'm trying to put them. I know the Hoover Wellness Center on Hoover and 8th. That's my spot. Those are my people. Support them. I'm, I'm going to have it in there. That might be the first spot I have it in. And so, I'm going to just start having, like, like my own, like, my own shatter in, in, in dispensary. So, that's kind of good. So, you know, to all the people that support me, that are like, yo, you know, you need to branch out and have some stuff. I'm going to have that, you know. Other than that, the good people at Bella Fed, do we make this sick-ass hat. I've had this two-mix hat. I must have sold like 100 of them. They're amazing. They're fucking gangster. People are all over them, man. So we got these hats. And, you know, just whatever. The usual swag. You know what I'm saying? I found my homie a Carving Image. Uh, check out my homie Carving Image. Or you can check out City Lokes. Those are his uh, two brands. My homie has a laser engraver. So he can put, he can laser, he can engrave your your image on anything. So I have like keychains again and wallets and flask and all kind of shit with a laser engraver. kind of fresh and shit. So, so, I'm stepping my merch game up. So that's kind of like on that tip. But other than that, man, like, um, yeah. I mean that that I'm a, I'm gonna cut this episode a little bit short. We're gonna, we're actually gonna do another episode after this. But uh, but yeah, man, that was a kind of the synopsis of where I've been. I know I've been out out the game. I keep getting messages like, yo, you still doing? People are so quick to like give up on you, man. People are already like, yo, you fucking done with the podcast? I don't. Have, I was like. Damn, fool, I just left town for like a month. That's cool. We're, we're still. I didn't die, fool. I didn't get shot. Like, the homie got shot. Or whoever got shot. Or, I got. Fora got shot, right? Somebody got shot. I don't know. for 50 Cent got shot. But fucking, um. But fucking, uh. I drank a shot. But fucking, uh. Yeah, man. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot shot with a fucking. I forgot shot with a rubber, rubber arrow. But, uh. Forgot i shot with a rubber chicken coming out of a bow and arrow but fucking uh anyway that's this episode that's kind of the catch-up episode i apologize that we've been out of the loop for a minute i've just been out of town you know what i'm saying that was kind of my little exploits of the tour and and these last two shows we've got a lot of things coming up i'm actually got a bunch of shows that we're throwing everything from and it's running the gamut i'm about to be throwing shows so if you're in the la area at the echoplex and at the regent Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to, we're going to throw a snow, the product show coming up. We're going to throw a Dell with Qbert show. We're throwing a nonfiction with La Coca Nostra show. So I'm like, we might be throwing a visionaries and Shapeshifter show. And yeah, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm here. I really love this podcast. I want to, I want to dedicate my brain power to it. So I'm going to, we're going to like, look to really just get, get down. I mean. I think maybe this next episode is going to be dedicated to a, to another album, so I can like really kind of in depthly talk about another record and stuff, and get into that. And then, but uh, yeah, I really like doing this podcast. I want to do a thousand more. I want to get some advertisers, get this popping. I want to be some some Howard Stern shit, and you know what I'm saying. So if you got a product out there, and you like this podcast, and you want to like a five minute commercial for your for your, you know, like you make, you know, you know whatever you know, mom jeans or whatever the fuck you you know, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? If you sell crack in the streets of the kids and you want me to give people your address, you know what I'm saying, we can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? If you sell fucking You know what I'm saying? If you sell um you know, if you sell necklaces that that, that on, that only hold one nickel. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. You know what I mean? If you if you sell the you know the fit the the fish magician, you know what I mean? If you sell if you sell, like, a machine, like, a blender that turns vomit back into food, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you sell anything, you know what I'm saying? If you sell fucking four concert t-shirts, you know what I'm saying? Like, anything, you know what I'm saying? If you sell anything, you know what I'm saying? So whatever you sell, you know, if you want it, you want it advertised on here, like, Howard Stern style. Seriously, we're getting, like, 20,000 downloads an episode, and we're going to fucking be getting 100,000. You know what I'm saying? So... Let me know. Other than that, I'm back in town. I'm trying to get my life straight, trying to grow up. And fuck, dude. I'm just like you, man. Like, you're out here at work or wherever the fuck you're at, going through the, everything you're going through, man. Like, just realize that we're blessed. We're out of control, blessed. Sometimes we want more than... Sometimes we want more. Like, we, we, we don't understand. You know, we have so much and we want more. That's greed. You know what I mean? I I, I know that feeling of, like, Wanting more of pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you press too much and you lose it all. And then you got to start over from scratch. So it's like, so just remember that we're blessed, man. Like we're super, super blessed. I'm super blessed. And and we all are, man. And uh, we're going to, I'm going to play, you know what? I'm going to leave the show. I'm going to play a couple songs because it's kind of a short show. So I think I'm going to leave you with, with maybe two or three songs, man. I'm, I'm going to hit you with like two or three like exclusives. Just to make up for this shit not being ninety minutes, so I'm gonna leave you with a couple songs and uh, some dope shit, some some shit for your mind, and uh, and then uh, I'm gonna catch on the next episode. In fact, I think the next episode, going into some music shit, we're gonna do this next episode is have we done this before? I think we did. Did we ever do like a like a Oprah how Oprah does her favorite things? We haven't done an Oprah's favorite things show. Okay, we're gonna bite the fuck out of oh, just like Action Bronson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was yeah. Why, why did I have to go there? You know what I'm saying? Action Bronson, like like my homie Cedric, like my homie Cedric from Mars Volta, commented on my on my thing about Action Bronson and Ghostface. He said, "I only like Binchy Charles Bronson." That's that was a Mexican thing to say. You know what I'm saying? But but anyway, just like Action Bronson bit Ghostface Killer. I'm biting Oprah's shit straight. But see, I'm admitting it. I'm going to put a tweet out right now that says, I know I was wrong. I know when I'm wrong. I know when I'm wrong, Oprah. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to go on Twitter. Actually, my phone is off. So I got to wait. My phone bill is like 380. So I'm I'm putting the pause on my phone for like a day until I got to wrangle up 380 to pay my phone bill. But uh, I'm uh, going to do that. I'm going to go to Twitter. You're going to see that tweet. Go to my Twitter, add me, and in two days, you will see a tweet to Oprah. It says I know when I was wrong, and I just want to move on. And that's because the next show is is a two max Oprah's giveaway. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy your life. I hope you enjoy these these couple of exclusive songs that I'm gonna hit you with. I'm gonna email them to to to, to Chris as soon as I get my phone on. And uh, dude, I have actually got a visionary song, but I can't send it to you because they'll get mad. But do the new visionary song this kick-ass but i'm gonna send you actually a dope song i had with filiano that we're shooting a music video to shout out to filiano i'm gonna send you this me and filiano song actually man i have this song with mocha only that's dope uh, yeah i appreciate all the support it's, you know on itunes stitcher what else? huh tune in, tune in. i like tune in I, I listen to my Raider games on tune in um and everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Platform, platform collection. You know what I'm saying? Please it, please go on that website and, and check out the other shows. What are all the other shows on there? It's Crappy Awesome, of course. Uh, Culture, Sessions. Culture Sessions. And then the 60 East show. About the 60 East from First Dirt. Yeah, that guy is dope. What is his show going to be about? I don't know yet. We don't even know what his show The Secret. Show... It's a secret. Yeah. Where do I... I like the First Dirt guys, man. Those guys put in work. That's what's up. That's yeah, what right I. Proof of Life Radio I'm too. And you and college. So you got two shows. Who do you host Crappy Awesome with now? Where the, where the fuck happened to him? He got way big, huh? He, what happened, dude? He like got way he, is he, he's blowing up now in life or what? He's too good to come to the house and, and sit here in the heat. He has a Burning Man podcast. He has the Burning man. He has the Burning Man podcast. Yeah. It's on platform or I'm it's on, on his own, own shit? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what's up. We gotta get well. My homie Tommy's all about that scene too, man. We gotta get him on there because they're 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 all into that shit. Word up, dude. That's what's up. Yeah, we we are gonna book a pumpkin and some of those DJs on on some of our shit. Those are dope. I like that scene. I actually went and peeped out some some of that shit at the beach. It was cool. So that's why is too good for us, huh? Damn, that fool. I I I miss him and his jokes and that's it really. So that's it. I really mean I don't miss him as a person. But, you know, his jokes were cool. and You know what I mean? He, he, he would bring food and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I miss that part. But apparently, much much like a lot of my rappers that blow up more than me, they, they just surpass me. And then fucking just go go on to greater things. Eminem. I'm just kidding. But fucking, uh, yeah, man. Dude, Eminem. Eminem actually sent his demo to Up Above. I always tell that story, too. That's just so funny. But, uh, yeah. So we're out. Listen to music you're blessed yeah fuck i hope somebody gets better
0: and doesn't die thank you remember when they just turned new we had the tapes hell yeah (laughs) Hey, yo! You step into my world, then you step into complication. 15 solo albums, four visuals, and 50 compilations. Every word I say from now on should be recorded. The beauty of the way I talking rhythm is now in orbit. When I step outside the vocal booth, blend it to the masses. When I'm in, when I'm royalty. Like if I was Jackie Kennedy nice And the serenity I seek. Number for me, the Hopi, the Cherokee, the Seminole, the Serrano, and the Ponies. We party with the piranhas eating ifañadas and impalas. Shout out to Chat since they can. Hold me, ginger follows the ill brothers. Visionaries, real brothers lose a couple bets of investments, and we still cover our bases, our faces, and our backs back to back with the fat ass tracks. Raw raps, even if you smoke crack, even if you broke back, you know where the real LA underground dope side. I wrote raps that hit your ass like a dope sack. Obama listens to us when he wants to know, but the hope sad. I think he wrote us, but we never wrote back. Ten years ago, we blew up, and now we're on the blowback. And I- Attack with the tractor rock on The path to walk
2: on React to the chat with all caps Lock on low key in the background right to the foreground to score soundscapes escape go to take the weight and can't wait my plans to take all that's good in my life focus only on that and exponentially multiply mentally visualizing all reality shapes like releasing multiple albums since the days of demo tapes i thought the memo makes me smile cause how much you love this music it makes me almost forget all these suckers who abuse it no confusion separation at last all alone just call it special ed in the class of our own low cast stones and mud. When they see me without my mask I'll stay real cause I really don't know how to act But watch me win an Oscar Then you Jody Foster I'm just a taxi driver getting rid of these imposters I'm a watcher a do we're visiting you from the future We're doing super and I'm telling you You better choose your
3: side Cause your viewpoint is not your view but how you live it That's why I choose to only bro with the vision, vision. Who the fuck wants to hear about Bragging and boasting This is California champagne toasting I got a funny feeling, sometimes I call it a hunch, I call it intuition, when I'm light and lifting a blunt, I'm from a place where evil always walks the street, it ain't hard to fill in blanks like a mad lip beat, in the simplest terms, or the clearest definition, some control their life, for others it was written, uh. Don't get stuck to any topic, just acknowledge it. The hardest thing I've learned, the art of compromise, is politics. We all heard, we get burned, but that's the obvious. I spit mono, but show never monotonous. A dark picture, how dramatic is that? You got kids shooting back if they leaders like taps. For every sunny sky, I see the clouds with the gray tone. Synonymous like liquor stores and pay phones I flow easy, more, rap is fundamental. And I don't call it old school, I call it sentimental. And I don't Call new fools, I'm calling elemental I call them out if they calling names Call the kennel, dog callers Never see it how you call it Heard Kanye put their collars up and dropping out of college Exhibit was right, what you see is what you get now So I stay on my pivot and move to the next town Modern antiquity, sovereign as a brick can be Thrown with
4: animosity, with too much velocity Torn rotator cuff, homies born a raider buff Got a beautiful daughter with love, I'm gonna raise her tough like deals, I'm your pusher. The clientele fell off, cut off by the butcher. Hacked by the hacker, moving bags of saccharin. Reagan's dead, so who's to blame for bringing crack back Back again? Stop asking questions, the answers kept laughing. Responsible music inspired by good action. Picking up the tab, backstabbing, still in fashion. Quick on the feet, sluggish, ruggers couldn't catch him. Damn it, he's no mechanic under the bus. Left stranded by the ones at times he most trusts. Won't rush. He's complacent with the patient. Unlike these drones, he was raised by the ancient. Drop the parody, pop the popularity. Pacing like a cage lion. Jason in my lion. Hurtlings telling me I'm out of my place. Out of my face, I'm saying this is life from outer space. Respect,
2: respect, respect,
0: respect,
2: respect, the rest.
0: Backdrop to a classic, vast is the mind that expanded the time not yet borrowed, tunnels not yet borrowed, allotted heart, far away from the concepts of laymen, men lay dead in graveless, bravest warriors, uncredited and unjustly indebted to letters and languages formed out of anguish, ambition and wishes they bandwidth and start a bandwidth, instruments intimate close to the heart to see you can get with it slip in the puddle that have no rebuttal i came from the gutter the camera shuttered and making a beautiful woman heart flutter. super psych cutters cut away cut away Lone transmission from a one-armed scissor the feet the god and the word is the wizard see what it is what it ain't so i deal with this biz and go hard in the paint paint a portrait of an orchard burned down by the hatred, misfortune left as an orphan on his own originality. Can't morph into a clone. Blown minds are full of smoke, open eyes, remain woke, cloaking daggers. Hurt the most vicious wound is trying to read exit. The womb tomb comes in all sizes. Multiply must make it rises The soul that you dies every time you go life. We will divide it Audibly, I stop. Consciousness grow below. Poverty levels and probably
5: civil since a rebel ready for preacher with embersing glass. Muff for your sound and do be rage your
0: whole system with the gift to give it Don't be afraid, split flip for the recognition,
5: misfit, under man discretion, underpaid in my is up. life lesson. Kill stress and no progression, listen, no confessions of bitches just living, rest and stitching, fidgeting, and then flipping
0: out of my skin. The peace within, maybe your peace with the pit depends on who's a the receiving
5: and deceiving the dead, relieving your head from demons and bleeding with angels. I'm needing these pages bleeding, wondering where the pain goes, all angles attached. Feeling the wrath for the rap and rashness and get some all clap Resurrected on some Nazareth. I'll show you what passing this passing is Before I black out. I always leave drunk staggering, Debunk your fathomless actions with mad transmissions. The grammy dissentin' for cramping tuitions. I'm not dishing, now, slamming dope. Don't cram it down my throat. Stamina, unnoticed, ultimatum hiatus. High cool rhyme raider, blind faith, no more. Wasting space in the war zone. Clones die young checking the warning zone before the portal blow. I can't afford no blow sword swallowing your important consciousness lord hollering swollen your sacred spiritualness now polish your distorted your experiences I got me so far a half-million dollars in lockboxes in a bank down in Cabo San Lucas. I make this delivery, I'm gonna have me over a million. Hey, you think I'm gonna let a little cheese-eating nigga like this fuck that up? Well, you best think again. Before I let that happen, i shoot this nigga in the head and ten niggas look just like it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So we on the same page then. Yeah, I follow. My nigga. <laughs>